Hello and welcome to episode 33 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Colin Creevy of the podcast. Okay. He keeps asking for my autograph. It's Patricia <laughs> Joe Power. <laughs> Hello, How are we, chaps? How are we? We good? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Well, we're currently recording on Bank Holiday Weekend. Yes. It's a Sunday night. but It's a Sunday night, but it feels like a Saturday night. Feels like a Saturday. Isn't it fun? It is. How how you been, guys? Good, man. Yeah. I had a busy week with work. Nothing interesting to say. But I saw a lot of family today, so that was nice. There we go. Mm. Your family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did specify. No, I just sat in the park. <laughs> sort of a lot of... Sorry, Plural families. I yeah. a lot of families today. <laughs> a regular Sunday for Pat there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been alright. I've got a broken girlfriend, oh. which, is, uh, which is sad. What's happened? What have you done? Uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything. No, uh, you guys may remember me doing a very similar thing when we went away to Portugal a couple of years ago, and I went over on a step and landed on yes. the front of my foot. You had to oh, go yeah. to the hospital. Uh, yeah. yeah, I went to the urgent care, uh, which is where I spent... Uh, my Friday as well in the urgent care because uh, Hannah had done pretty much the same thing on a wedding dance floor, very slippery Ooh. dance floor. Yeah, so she's uh, yeah she's on crutches for the next few weeks, which oh, is, uh, wow. which is all uh, sad. But I am a okay oh. and running like a trooper. Good <laughs> all right, stuff. so I need to ask because you got some sweet sweet painkillers when you had your yeah I did. Accident. Have you got any left over? Or, no, or none. does the British government deem it worthy? Pat, sell you, them over the counter. You sound like you're on a hit. <laughs> Pat's craving. <laughs> Pat's <laughs> craving. No, because we we were in we were in Portugal and I couldn't walk. Uh, mm. And Tom, actually, you kindly went off and got me some over the counter stuff from Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> over the counter. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bloke called Alvaro, and he was down an alleyway. <laughs> in which case, you know it's unbranded. But exactly. it was oh. no, it was, no. I think it was Nurofen, but it was it abs- it cured me. But that was I think it was like six hundred milligrams, and the most you go over here is four hundred. No. So she doesn't have that sweet relief that I had. Portuguese Nurofen. Oh, but, yes, please. Oh, oh, oh. I will happily do an advert for them. <laughs> to go back to my, my original question, do you have any spares? <laughs> well, no, no, I bought, I'm hurting had, over here. I did buy. I did buy unbranded. I bought a uh, uh, co-op zone, I believe. Yeah. Coop. Oh. So you've got a broken girlfriend, and me and Pat are pining. I'm, I'm, I've been away from my wife for about a, a week and a half. She's back Tuesday. Cannot wait. And Pat, Mike's on holiday. Yes, Mike is. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm pining for him. Michael's corner's empty this week. Mike is. Uh, he's inebriated. He's, <laughs> he's in Spain. He's in uh, currently in a state of undress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Judging by the pictures, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, do try and find him on Instagram. I won't give out his Instagram details because he's a teacher, but yes. if you can find him, my word. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't trust him with... <laughs> With with dogs, you wouldn't trust him with your adult friends. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hope you're enjoying your holiday. <laughs> Miss you, man. Miss you. Man. Come home. There's a lot of washing up to do. So the corner is bare. The corner is bare. Is. So uh, essentially, I've been on my own with my daughter. So I've been trying to fill up the week because uh, mm. it's still summer holidays. Try to do some done. We went to uh, the Mar- Maritime Museum in Greenwich Love uh, this week. Love Very it. nice. Lo- lovely, lovely yeah. time with everyone. <laughs> Um, so what else did I do? I, I gigged in Sittingbourne. Well, S- Sittingbourne is uh, the scene of the crime for Hannah's foot. We were at a wedding in Sittingbourne. What day were you in Sittingbourne? It, well, I saw you were going, but I thought that it was so boring. I didn't text you because it, we were there the day before. We just left oh, right, Sittingbourne. Okay. I think you were gigging there Friday. I was in A&E on Friday with Hannah. 
Notting Sittingbourne. Eh? Notting Sittingbourne. Well, it no? te- technically it wasn't Sittingbourne. It's Sittingbourne postcode. But when the MC said, hey, Sittingbourne, they went, no. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but who lives in, do you know who lives in Sittingbourne? Uh, no. Beardy D. Does Beardy D live Beardy in Sittingbourne? Beardy D lives in Sittingbourne. Yeah, I remember so they Beardy, got that message. Yeah, yeah. so Beardy D could have seen you Thursday, me Friday. Oh, oh well, Beardy D, I was at the Dre's wedding venue. You should have popped by. Yeah, and I was in Little Harslow. Which is, uh, I imagine, a, a, a portion of Sittingbourne. Probably, uh, but, mate. Probably, but that was very fun. Although it was a marquee in a garden, and it was a thunderstorm. Oh, <laughs> little Harslow sounds like the little Hangleton of uh, of. Has sorts. got a bit of a Potter vibe yeah, about it. Very yeah, very I'll tell you what other type of vibe it had. A Game of Thrones vibe. There was oh, a guy God. in the crowd, and I couldn't take my eyes off him. I know you. I know you. Mm. And I went on, did my set, closed the show. Smashed yeah. it, obviously. Took the roof off, but that was obviously. to do with the storm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I sort of shook people's hands. I went past, shook his hand, and and then I got to my car and was like, I know who that guy is. And I, in my head, I was like, he's definitely in the film Cemetery Junction that was written by Vicky uh, oh, Gervais' okay. film. Yeah, he was. Good film. So then I found the actor's name. He was Yorin. From Game of Thrones. <gasps> Game of yeah. Thrones? No way. Yorin from Game of Thrones. And I did a Game of Thrones joke in the show. Oh, oh my God. Did he like it? Yeah, he 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 came up to me at the end and was like, "That was really great, great." And I I, I wish I'd just said, "Can I have a photo?" Because I looked up, he's also the Orgazoid in Peep Show. Oh no! He's in, oh, of course, he's in Rogue One. Of course he is. Oh, he's got Star Wars credentials too. Star Wars credentials. Oh, Tom, that yeah. would have been. I know. So perfect for the week. So to to Francis McGee, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, sir. He better be uh, now. But thank you for shaking my hand and um, just let you know that I knew I I knew that I respected you, but I just couldn't <laughs> work out where I respected you from. <laughs> He's got, he's got. The, I don't want to sound disrespectful, but he's got one of those faces that is so perfect for TV. Mm. He is such a great character actor. Exactly. I was like, you're an actor. His, his as eyes. As soon as like, I saw him, he, went, you're an actor. I've, I've seen you. You're like, an actor. You, you're, you're an, an actor. actor. You're an actor. <laughs> you, Tom. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> it was there in my brain the whole time. <laughs> That's what you get if you, if uh, for anyone that doesn't live in England, if you just walk around England, you'll see someone from Game of Thrones at some point. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, I, I recognise that person. Did you save Arya Stark's life once? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Oh god! I remember being in Edinburgh when uh, I believe I think uh, t- your your wife was on crutches, and we went to see a show. I think it was maybe Matthew Perry, someone like that. Tom, Tom Perry. Perry. Tom Perry. Uh, and I was sitting next to your wife, and she turned around to move her crutch, and she, oddly enough, brushed the crotch of uh, an, a member of the Night's Watch. Yeah. <gasps> Thanks for bringing that up on the show. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best moment of her life, and uh, she's been smiling ever since. No, pretty much. (laughs) So, what's coming up on on the actual show, Joe? On the actual show, well, we've got we've got classics. We've got peeves from last week's show. Well, actually, I've got an old peeve. So have I. I've got audience sent in peeves. Oh, interesting. Audience participation. Are we going to have some new pensive? Yeah, I got some new pensive. Lovely, Uh, Tom. We got a game this week from you. Yes, Tom's game. Has it got a name? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> We've got a couple of items of Potter Watch, and of course we're going to end with uh, my lovely quiz, yeah. which there's a slight update to. Um, but first, I guess, Peeves. Peeves! Patrick. Yes, mate. Uh, you forgot the Infinity Stone. You forgot one of the Infinity Stones from uh, I did. I the said, Marvel uh, Universe last week, didn't yeah, you? I said uh, mind, soul, mm-hmm. uh, reality, time, space, and another and the one. other one. And does the other one share a name with me? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you forgot the power stone. The power Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I forgot it too, yeah. but yeah, I'm me. Go. I'm allowed to. I didn't, uh, when did, where did he get the power stone? He's then? got it at the start of the film. It's the one from Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Right. They spend the whole movie <laughs> yeah, trying to protect yeah. it, and then he's already got it by the time Infinity War starts. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Guys. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm that's sorry. A, it's okay, Pat. I forgive you, and I like you. Mainly because you bought me two cans of Diet Coke on the way here. Bought you, uh, bo- bought you a bottle. My, my other peeve. Uh, <laughs> he looked at me. Buy like, you a bottle. I bought a bottle of Diet Coke for Joe. Oh, did, did you? <laughs> I didn't realise you bought it for me. Yes, yes, mate. Well, thanks. He doesn't drink, he drink <laughs> cider. Look at him. Uh. My, my second peeve. Uh, right, so uh, I finished the book that I was reading. Yeah. Um, Snow Country, uh, if anyone's interested, it's quite good. It's an old book. Japanese. No one's interested. Is anyone interested? <laughs> no. Uh, just quick, just quick. But basically, I was in the mood to restart reading the Harry Potter books again. Oh, lovely. So I uh, picked up Philosopher's Stone. Uh, I got a page and a half in, and I went, mm. ooh, I think I might have given an incorrect question. Oh. <laughs> in, um, uh, it was to you, Pat, and you got the question wrong, so I feel bad. Uh, the question was, what is Dudley's first word? Which And the answer was shan't. Yeah, you said shan't, qu- yeah. Yeah, well, no. Well, and I think it, I said mine. No, well, we don't know what Dudley's first word is, because the paragraph actually says, Dudley learnt a new word today. Yes. Ah. So we d- I have no idea what his first... So it was an incorrect question, and I'm sorry. So you not knowing that answer should technically give you a point. No. No, and that, which means you're now winning. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I still offered uh, an you answer. Get, you gave an incorrect answer. Yeah, but I, d- I just I wanted to apologise d- to you. Like 32 weeks too late. That is incredibly honest of you, man. This I appreciate an it. Episode one, Peeve. Yeah. I don't wow. think I don't think it affects the score much. No, I think Tom smashed you in all the books, and yeah. the, the ones you did win were. You know, just Dubious. because I, I, I found it fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, controversial. But I will say, uh, the snitch from now on uh, is a little fairer. Yeah? How, yeah? In what way? You'll find out later, guys. Little tease for the quiz later. Okay. okay. Interesting. You got any peeves, Thomas? My peeve is uh, last week, I it's, it's, it's a self-peeve, and then I've got an, another peeve. My self-peeve is last week I said Dean Thomas was at Malfoy Manor. He wasn't. They heard Dean Thomas and Ted talks when they were in the protective uh, bubble enchantment. <sighs> So that's where they heard Dean Thomas when he was hiding. He was still uh, hiding, but okay, he wasn't okay. a Malfoy. That was um, uh, Ollivander, uh, Griphook, and Luna. Luna. Um, however, we've had a, a sent-in peeve <laughs> yes, uh, by yes. a, a listener. Um, okay. They want to, would like to remain anonymous, so we're going to okay. call them uh, Remus. Remus. Interesting. Good to meet you, Remus. Yeah, Remus yeah. McGonagall. Um, I have a peeve, though. In the mini-episode between Deathly Hallows 1 and 2, you talk about I open at the close and its significance for the books. That, in that, uh, I open at the close is the year that the first book was released. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, that, yeah, that, was, that was what I said. That was what you said. Book 1 was released in 1997, so when Dumbledore <gasps> died. Not 1998. This is it after the Battle of Hogwarts. It ends at 98, yeah. This, this, is, this is the mistake I made, and why I was so convinced that the Battle of Hogwarts happened, be- because I'd, I must have misread a J.K. Rowling quote. Okay. So when did she say... Because the question was, what is the significance of the phrase open at the close? I said that all will be revealed at the end. Like, I will, I will open, I will reveal myself at the close, at the end. All will be revealed at the end, which and technically it was, and, and I still like that explanation. I'm... I'm going to need to uh, dig deeper on this. Uh, okay. Because well, we oh, I may have just read a fake J.K. Rowling quote. Possibly that can happen. 
That can happen. You can never trust these damn fake news media outlets. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pat, you got any peeves? No, you've you've bought all mine up. Was the Dean Thomas one? No, just the Power Stone. Just the oh. Power Stone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pat. Know, and you're normally so good with this stuff. No, I know, but you also told me to not look for uh, self peeves. Yeah, and they're the only ones I notice. So. Um... <laughs> Because I have a mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And either, either he's going to kill me first or I'm going to kill him first. But one of us <laughs> is going to get the other one first. <laughs> All right. I think we've gone a bit Happy downbeat. Happy bank holiday, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think we've gone a bit downbeat. Why don't we play a game? Why don't we have a bit of new pensive? Yeah. Yes. Tom, do you remember what the new pensive is? Yeah. I'm going to give you... Uh, <laughs> we were good at this last week. We were, we were good really, at this. Oh. I, I like, I like Even this Mike game. was trying to give me the wrong dates. I remember batting him down. Damn Mike. I'm glad Damn he's Mike. on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. You, you enjoy your, your swimming pool and your sunshine. Ugh. I, uh, so I'm going to give you a song that was number one in the British charts and mm-hmm. a movie that was number one in the British charts. Okay. You've got to figure out when okay. that was and then figure out what Harry was up to at the time. Okay, that, that, that HP. Right. So HP your first source. one, and <laughs> he just read the date. <laughs> <laughs> your first one is "Baby Come Back" by Pato Bantam. Baby Come Back, ninety-three is uh, yeah, the number one song. The number one film is Pulp Fiction. Ninety-four, wasn't it? Yes, ninety-four Pulp Fiction. Mm. So ninety-four. So I th- believe. Well, that song. Must have been a summer song, right? And I think I don't. I thought that was. I I I got an impression that was near um, the winter. UB forty and Pato Banto. Why don't you guys meet each other in the middle? Autumn, autumn, (laughs) autumnal. No, because yeah, we were definitely in school when that song came out. I'm certain. Right. So it would have been during term time, not during the summer. Okay, so we're talking October 1998. No. 1994, no, 94, maybe. Sorry, 1994. October 1994 is correct. Yes. Okay, so what was he up to, mate? So, uh, oh, I'll tell you what. It could be uh, the Goblet of Fire opening up. Oh, Patrick? Spot on. Yes, yes. Spot Thomas. On. October 1st, 1994, Harry's name comes out of the Goblet after the Halloween feast. Fantastic Impressive work. Impressive work. All right. Ding. All right. Do you want one Let's more? Let's have one more. Come on. Okay. So the number one song mm-hmm. is Teletubby Say Eh Oh. Wow. Okay. 96. By Teletubbies. Yeah. And the number one film is uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. But again, it's the, the date we're looking at mm-hmm. was like, when did the charts change? Like on the Saturday? So on the Sunday. The sun, the sun, it became, it went number one on the Sunday. Yeah. Right. So, so on the, so this is this is a Saturday. The following day, there's a new number one film. Okay. And what would the new number one film be? Um, Spice World. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in my head, I was thinking it could be from '95, but and the new number one song is "Too Much" by Spice Girls. Right. So that's '97. Ah, uh, yes. Spice Girls because because that's right. the second album. Spice Girls right. had three singles in '96. <clears throat> Wanna be. Wanna be, uh, say you'll be there. Yep, and to, to become be, one, to become one, Chris, uh, Christmas. But, uh, we know too much. We know too so, much. Tom. <laughs> this is why I love this. Very game. impressive that they managed to. So they managed they to had turn a film, a film after out. three singles. After 
No, no, that no. can't be right. It was the second album, sure. Second album, but like they still, were still two albums in. They really knew they had to hit it. There was a craze, man. Um, so we're thinking '97. Yeah, so this 97. is. Stick so that. this is. Uh, it's got to be a summer once again. Surely it's a summer you know, holiday. Yes, then, right. Tomorrow never dies. A Bond film and a Spice World film. Hang on, hang on. Think of what was number one: the Teletubbies. Oh yeah, Christmas. So Christmas '97. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh so it's it's the middle of the Deathly Hallows. What are they doing Christmas in the They go to Guild Godric's Hollow? No, was that was that yeah. Christmas? No, yeah, it was. That's what they do just before Christmas. What happens just after? Oh, oh God, where do they go? Um Godric's Hollow. Ron Ron comes back? No, no, no. no. Um It's just Harry and Hermione at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Ron Maybe. <laughs> They, Maybe. they destroy the Ron Weasley destroys the Horcrux. December twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven. <sighs> silver Doe leads Harry to the Sword of Gryffindor. Ron rescues Harry from drowning. They destroy the locket. Tom, well that was less impressive. Him. That one because that was you, less impressive <clears throat> because I got it and it was a guess and I thought it was wrong. No, no. <laughs> also, just well, the Deathly Hallows book is not so set to the calendar. You know, it's like oh wow, suddenly it's Christmas. It yeah, takes yeah. Yeah. Surprise. Whereas all the other books take place quite regimentally to the school year yeah so the first one was october 31st 1994 uh when harry's name comes out the goblet and the last one december 26th 1997 i love watching you two work you should have your own detective series yes at last about (laughs) flipping what would we call it um power and toll power and toll power and toll or uh 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 tom and Tom Toll. Tom, hang on, hang on, Tom Toll and Joe Power Detectives. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> Tom, so you um you saw Yorin this week. Yes. Now the last series of Game of Thrones comes out n- next year. Mm. Yes. Should we do a little little rewatch recap? Um, in in the vein of the early episodes of this show, where we go back and look at those books one at a time, oh, that could be should fun. we maybe look at a series one at a time in the build up to the last series? I t- I think. Oh, I mean, Game of Thrones is massive to us. Yeah. So, I mean, we we will be watching it and getting excited about it, and we'll probably end up talking about it on this podcast anyway. That's what, that's what I'm up. thinking. Like at that uh. time of the year, you're going to be saying, "What have you been up to this week?" And I'm going to be going, other than googling. What were the hidden meanings of certain Game of Thrones things? What are the theories as to what happens next? Mm. I'm not going to be up to anything else. Good, <laughs> that's true. For yeah. a good six weeks, that's going to If you be... were to do a sister podcast to this about Game of Thrones, what would your title be? Oh, that's um, a good question. I know what... I know, I've got an idea. What Let's would yours you. be, Tom? What's Dead May Never Die? Yep, I mean, it works. Oh, that is... that. It means the same thing as After All This Time Always. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to say such like a romantic. I was going to say like winter is here or something or uh, fire and blood or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Do you uh, want to do that? Well, I th- I, th- I mean we're going to talk about it anyway. I think that's perfect uh, week in geek fodder I'm, I'm just in looking, the build up. I'm just looking for an excuse. Next time family invite me out somewhere, I'm going to go, "No, I'm rewatching Game of Thrones." <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because we do a show about it. I okay, need to, okay. It's <laughs> a so spend for, all weekend. So for in. the listeners, next year in the build-up to uh, the release of the new series of Game of Thrones, we will be committing at least eight to ten minutes 
on uh, our rewatch of Game of Thrones in the Builder. And that's all the license I need yeah. to give away 10 hours a week <laughs> to rewatch the series. <laughs> if only just to sort out Pat's social diary, apparently. <laughs> your, your family listens to this podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. They'll know you're doing it deliberately. Know, just, you could just lie. Anyway, bringing it back to Potter. Yes. You got a riddle for us this week, Tom? Oh, yep. And you told a riddle? Uh, if you never listened to the show before, I do a riddle about somebody who is within the Potter universe. Ooh, or involved, I'm excited. Involved in Potter. The all-seeing eye and the habitual voice to join this universe was a fantastic choice. I attended a school like Hogwarts, big and grand, but it wasn't just academia I had in my hand. It was actually something a lot more dafter, especially when I met my future partner. Just like Harry, I'm a survivor. Amongst my skills is cab driver. I'm not present in the pages of the books or seen on screen in the film if you look. You might think, well, who the devil is he? But I'm an <laughs> integral part of the Harry Potter legacy. I'm so sorry, man. You gave it away. With I know, cab I know, I know. Yeah. So, uh, no, go on. You can say it. Is it Mr. Stephen Fry? It is Mr. Stephen Fry. That was beautiful. Brilliant. That was beautiful. You cut, You half gave it away with your introduction. Yeah, I know. But I, I realised that we could be here ages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, who the hell is a cab driver? There's a, they take a Stephen cab in the, in the, the... The night bus is kind of a cab. Oh. For, those, um, for those that don't know, Mr. Uh, Stephen Fry, the, the saint that he is, uh, reads the audiobooks. Yes, yeah, and uh, I was listening to Chamber uh, on a drive back from Birmingham. Nice. Last night uh, from a gig. Oh, glorious. And then I... Uh, I remember you saying before that the way he does the voice of the basilisk in the walls... Mm. Didn't get that far, but yeah, that's freaky as hell. Genuinely terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and then uh, then I switched, and my, my iPod that I've had for years has started working again. Oh, Put nice. that in, listen to some... Uh, some old school songs. It was great. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's, lovely. Oh, it's, you know. Uh, I was Oh, yeah. I listened to. I, you know when you're, I, I surprise myself with what's on there. Because oh, really? I, I just put songs, shuffle. Oh, right. wow. Bold, bold, bold move. Bold move. Yeah. I, have, I, I used to have a lot of uh, audiobooks, so I couldn't do the shuffle song. Yeah, you can skip when the audiobooks comes on. Yeah, but it's not. Well, no, like... audiobooks isn't a separate thing. No, 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 but. Not, per- how not, not purchased audiobooks. Right, okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, so most of them were uploaded from CD. You and your Napster. <laughs> uh, there was Run. Uh, it was a cover of uh, Snow Patrol from oh, yeah. Leona yeah. Lewis's Snow Patrol cover album. <laughs> she didn't cover a Snow Patrol album. She just covered that song. Well, she should. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. awesome. It's and all, then, no, it was all the same. She did like a bunch of covers, and they all went the exact same way. Started off slow on the piano, and then built up to the big crescendo. They were all the same. What, she covered Codes in the Clouds as well? <laughs> <laughs> that is such a fair point. I knew it as I said it. <laughs> <laughs> For those that won't get that joke, listen to a Codes in the Cloud song. Listen to one Codes in the Cloud song. Come back and go, Here oh one, yeah. you've heard them all. Oh, yes. Tom won. Uh, also listen to Linkin Park, and then when I got home, there was... Um, oh, uh, the Reading Festival. The Reading Festival. Oh, the Chester so, Beddingfield Tribute. Beddington. Yes. Beddington. Beddington Tribute, what? which was... <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was really sad. And then it made me think, oh, Reading. When was the last time I was at Reading? Oh, yeah, 13 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the last time I went was in 2008, uh, so I was 21 years old and felt way too old to be there. 
It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a young man's game. Reading Festival. It's a young man's game. Young man's game. Right? <laughs> As is, you know, Lincoln Park. Yeah. That's a young. Yeah, man's but game. Reading, Reading's a young man's game because you don't know it any other way. So you just think it's great, and then you go to other festivals and you go, actually, this is better. That's why other festivals are an old man's game because you, with age comes wisdom. Am sure. I right? But I think if I, if I'd have gone to Glastonbury first, mm. I wouldn't have been able to tolerate any other festival i think i think just exactly uh, just the glastonbury uh doesn't have a separate arena for the stages yeah that makes it makes all the difference that's the fact ridiculous. that glastonbury is just one open thing once you're on site you can take your drinks anywhere you yeah. don't have to dump anything in a bin before you go watch an act no nonsense oh. no uh, there's security on aggressive everyone just wants to be you know it's I not mean, if glastonbury can give us a free ticket for this promotion oh can you please please i'm so stressed about october the thought of october is really oh, stressing yeah, me man. out if Glastonbury can give me a free ticket, I still wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tolerate. I don't want to tolerate anyone from there. They have a comedy tent, man. Oh, do they? Yeah. Good. <laughs> you, could, you could go Oh, up. that's a laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go up and spit some jokes. Uh, I do spit some jokes sometimes. But just, yeah, you say, if you got offered Glastonbury... Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll spit some jokes. And then, actually, I think you'll find we're vegan. Oh, well, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. <laughs> that is a gross misjudgment of Glastonbury. It's no, a it's no, a no, wonderful one hundred percent. Brilliant accurate. bit of wordplay on yokes <laughs> and jokes. Yeah, it was lovely stuff. All right, anyway, let's move. So what I do, why don't Glastonbury book me? <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Fine. Fine. Um you know the fame thing isn't real. After all, I'm just a girl <laughs> standing in front of a boy what is asking him to play Tom's game. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. That was what I had no idea what you were doing there. I knew what he was, I knew what he was building up to, but I didn't know why or how. <laughs> so. Why? Oh, that was a lot of fun, Tom. Thanks, mate. Right. <laughs> okay, guys, slight change this week. <gasps> Ooh. I'm going to give you three numerical values. Oh, you're just going to have to guess what? who is who. Now you can have just three blanket three. You don't have to say who is what value. So, for example, Harry Potter has eighteen thousand nine hundred and fifty-six okay. mentions. Okay, right? Yep. Now here's the three numerical values I'm looking for, guys. Okay, let's go. Eight hundred and sixty-four. Eight sixty-four. Okay. I feel like I'm playing Countdown. <laughs> 1,198. Okay. Can I have a small one, please? <laughs> <laughs> Smaller. 467. Six, seven. Okay. Uh... Right. Do you, do, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you someone else. So the, both, I think both Ron and Hermione are in the 6,000 range. Okay. 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 Right. Um but this is just when... Is this when their name... Is it when just Ron is mentioned or Ron Weasley? I think it might just be... It might be name. Like, not just Ron Weasley. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, should we have some jazz, Joe? Yeah, let's have some jazz. Yeah, bring it. Who was that? Coltrane? <laughs> <laughs> was it a bit of Coltrane, was it? No, for listeners that are interested, I believe it's just called uh, Elevator Music on YouTube. 
Check it out. Just check it out. And I apologize. I apologize if uh, I've you know ripped anyone off uh, in terms of copyright there. But we're what's the difference? We're not earning any money, so you can't sue us. Ah. Ah, In your face. What's the difference between music and muzak? Uh, Uh, Spelt differently. (laughs) (laughs) I think muzak is. I believe music is written for a purpose. It's like it's like two elevator hours. music. Yeah, it's like two hours long, and it's just meant to be in the background. Wow, it's not change, man. Music's got a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's, whoa! What's the difference between football and foosball? <laughs> it's, it's all got a purpose, man. Right, uh, right. So we're looking for. I've got my three guesses. You got your three guesses, Joe. Oh, God, I'm gonna go. Three. I'm gonna go one from each. One, first. one, one. Okay, I'm gonna go. I think one of them might be McGonagall. Incorrect. <clears throat> I think one of them might be Peter Pettigrew. Incorrect. Ow, sadness. Flitwick? Incorrect. I am sad again. Lucius Malfoy. Incorrect. Okay, my last one, Luna Lovegood. Incorrect. Cornelius Fudge. Incorrect. Oh, Oh, shiver my timber. (sighs) All right. Right. Um, One of them Mm -hmm. was uh, Dudley Dursley. (gasps) Duddles. Little... Okay. Little I would say like that's the four six seven one. Surely, I think eight six four. Patrick Holland. Patrick Holland. Congratulations. What were the other two? Tom? The other two was there was it eight hundred? I've not got my eight six four was eight six four was Remus Lupin. <gasps> Very oh. close with the Peter Pettigrew, and close with your other guess. Uh, it was Draco Malfoy. No way! Oh. I thought he would have been so much yeah, higher. Same. Jeez. Wow, that, that was fun though, Tom. Good, good, good nice, times. Nice twist on it. All. A um, nice not... little twist on it. Yeah. So uh, thanks very much for listening to. Um... Good choice. <laughs> good choice. Fine. Fine. You know the fame thing. It's it's not really real. After all, I'm it's I'm just a girl. It's just standing it's in front of a boy. You know the good choice bit. That's asking what... him to play Tom's game. That's, that's what gets me is that you know the bit before. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. How many times have you seen that film? I'm just... I think that's what elevates me. (laughs) There's a lot of people that... Or have you been rehearsing that speech since the Admiral advert came on? There's a lot of people (laughs) there. The same thing. It's it's the same thing. It's not really real yet. (laughs) I think that's it. Most people would probably go for, oh, I love that scene where she's like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. I'm like, yeah, well, she says other things as well, mate. (laughs) You just just come into the shop and go, I'm just a girl. It'll be like, I need some context, please. Oh, Oh, I need to sleep. And now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang bring you Potter Walk. Pat, what you got for us, mate? Well, only only two bits of news for you this week. I don't know if you noticed, so I'm just... um... It's fine. Little, little argument with my book here. Absolutely fine, mate. I'm not angry at you. It's like, um, do you remember that bit in Heat where uh, Al Pacino has an argument with the TV? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like that. It's a bit okay. like that. So, J.K. Rowling came out this week and someone asked her, uh, what's your favourite Harry Potter theory? Ooh. And have you ever heard the theory about... I'm going to stop you there. Yeah, Ooh. go for it. Did you see that article? I saw the same article, but it actually was from a few years ago. Now, I thought it was... I thought it was a very old tweet that someone in the news media has just picked Wait, up on. The date. <sighs> the damn no, I didn't check the date. I'm pretty sure this was this was about three years. This, this was a while back. News. Yeah, uh, right. But any any either way. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but I just it's back in the news. Let's yeah. stop derailing. So the uh, someone asked her what her favorite theory about the books is, uh-huh. and there's a theory going round that in the Tales of Beedle the Bard, when 
death bestows three gifts on the Peveril brothers. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so which brother corresponds with which character? Some people think Voldemort is the oldest brother, the one who wanted the most powerful wand. And that relates to Voldemort. He, he coveted the most powerful wand. Snape is the second brother, the one who wanted the resurrection stone. Mm. His greatest desire was the love of someone who has left this uh, mortal realm. Harry would be the youngest brother, the one who gets the invisibility cloak, just wants to stay away from death, and at the end of his life greets death as an old friend. Yeah. That would make Dumbledore death. Because uh. Dumbledore's the one that gave Harry the cloak, and when Harry technically dies and has that weird vision in King's Cross, he greets Dumbledore no, as an old friend. That's interesting. I like that. Tom, I'm assuming you knew that. You'd read that. Yeah, right? I've read that as okay. well. Yeah. yeah I've but, never but, heard that, though. Thank so, you, so maybe this week or maybe three years ago, someone asked J.K. Rowling what her favorite Harry Potter theory was. And she said that one, quote, because it fits. Yeah. Oh, nice. So there you go. Dumbledore could be viewed as death. Well, there's also, uh, I think... Harry is related to the youngest per- per- well he must be related to all of them he's related to the youngest brother oh apparently. yeah but I There's think that that's rumor. I think that's canon isn't that it? is canon okay yeah because uh, the cloak is passed down you can trace yeah James Potter's family tree back and um, the only other bit of news mm-hmm. is uh, on August 19th um, Afshan Azad who played Padma Patil got mm-hmm. married she married her boyfriend, Nabil Kazi. So congratulations yeah, to them. Congratulations. congratulations. I've, I've got a little bit of uh, Potter Watch news, but it doesn't relate specifically to Harry Potter. It more relates to us in oh. the we are going to be appearing what? on the stage. What? Treading what? the boards at uh, the Bill Murray in Islington to oh. celebrate the release of Fantastic Beasts 2. A live show. A live show. A live, a live O. This is going to be a comedy of errors. Oh. <laughs> Mate, if you thought this... Is first... it just us or are we going to have an audience? Oh, I hope there's an audience. <laughs> <laughs> the, listener, this is where you come in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, keep it down. Like, the acoustics are very... We can't have any of the good jokes be drowned out by, like, coughs and groans or laughs so if you just keep that yeah, to a minimum just... too <laughs> so live show so what's the date the date is uh sunday november 18th what's the time it is 4 p.m which location. year Lo- <laughs> which year this year <laughs> okay uh location the bill murray is bill murray pub isn't it The bill murray in islington uh it's a wonderful pub uh, it's it's it was built specifically for comedy performances, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was bought by a comedian. I, I think it was told by, me about this by a place. collective of comedians. Oh, yeah. Okay, have you played Very there nice. before, Tom? I played there before. Yeah, lovely. I'll be, I'll be playing there in the next few weeks, I think. Oh, lovely. So yes, yeah, so uh, November eighteenth, come to the the Bill Murray at four p.m. We're going to be do it. We're going to be talking about Fantastic Beasts two. We're going to have quizzes, getting the audience involved. Yes. We're going to have games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Mm. Is and what we'll do. Uh, it's going to be a ticket to the fair. However, it'll be five pound a ticket to reserve a seat. However, if you fancy turning up on the day, uh, it is pay what you want. But it could sell out, so I'd say book your tickets in advance. Yeah, please book your tickets. Really oh, quick. please, uh, not just <laughs> yeah, just just. Book we we will tweet we will tweet the link and we'll have more information next week. Uh, that's but exciting, isn't it? It's, it's, that's going to be fun, isn't I wish, it? I wish you'd Do you know what? It told was... us about it before we went on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, it was I, I, actually a, a suggestion from a regular contributor, Beardy David, who yes. said, uh, will we 
do something to celebrate the release of Fantastic Beasts where our legions of fans can come and join <laughs> us. Well, exactly. Yeah. We, so, this we've is our just, call to arms. We've sorted out someone's weekend in November. Friday or Saturday, they see the film. Sunday, they see us discuss how much we hated slash loved the film. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and also, we want we want to hear the audience's opinions as well. We want we want your theories. It's going to be like a Harry Potter question time. It's effectively going to be that. Oh, Bagsy Dimbleby. I'll be Jarvis Cocker's ill-judged appearance after Michael Jackson died. I'll be that MP you've never heard of, Farage. (laughs) (laughs) No, people have heard of him. Anyway, on with the show. Oh, the mail's here. Um, So this this is from the same uh, letter. Remus... This uh, is from Remus. That Remus sent us. Uh, Thanks, Remus. With with uh, their peeves, uh, but they had. Uh, it's so hard not to say he or she. Uh, they had uh, a, a bunch of interesting points actually, uh, and I'd quite like to hear you two talking about them. Okay. Uh, well, they pointed out. Uh, well, just plot holes or just things that are slightly wrong with the books. Uh, okay. For example, what's the point of having a squib caretaker when? All of it can be done by magic. Why is he picking up a broom and sweeping things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If I remember, that's one of your favourite bits of the, that film. Is him. <laughs> well, like if, if you'd have checked the Wiz and Gamot list, one of the cases I was going to present to both of you was it is insanely cruel of Dumbledore to hire Filch. No, it, no, I tell you what, Dumbledore likes a misfit, doesn't he? He loves a misfit. He does, but he's got to clean up magical mess without without using magic. <laughs> he can't clear that swamp. Yeah, but where else? Where else can he go? Where else is he going to go? Who Filch? Yeah, um, go live with uh, what's her name around the corner from Harry? Yeah, Arabella Fig- Oh yes, yeah, a rom com. A rom com. That's rom com fiction we need. Yes. What would you call it? Uh, Fifty Shades of Squib. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. But that, no, of course it's not a rom com, mate. <laughs> That's why they do it on purpose, Lynn. That's why I didn't give you a full laugh. (laughs) So I was like, it's it's factually inaccurate. Squib actually. Squib actually. Better. Slightly better. After all, I'm just a squib. (laughs) Standing in front of another squib. Uh, Now, can you imagine the trailer? They may be squibs, but they're about to produce something magical. Oh, that is glorious. Yes, she can't do magic. He can't do magic either. But watch that... them cast a spell over each other. Oh, damn. We are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. It's awful. Um, uh, what was the name, the fake name? Again? Remus, was it? Remus. Yep. Remus. Uh, Remus McGonagall also says... Uh, why are the seven Harrys? Why not have seven Patils or another character that Voldemort doesn't want to kill? Very <laughs> good point. This That's is... a great point. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> the number-wise is probably because um, the number seven is so integral to, to Harry Potter. Yeah. Sure. But, yeah. yeah, why is it Harry? I'd... Why isn't it like everyone gets <laughs> it's one? It's like, like it's impossible to get someone else's hair. <laughs> You like, like you've got, you've got like, well, surely you've got seven members of the order there. No, no, you've got more than seven because half of them are taking the place of Harry. Why not just have 14 Mad-Eye Moody's? Oh, I suppose you'd need the fake eye. Why not have 14 Rons? This, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a strange one, though, isn't it? Why would you have, why, why has everyone else got to be Ron? Why not just have seven Rons? 
Because you might think if you saw Hagrid and Harry, it's like, ah, oh, the sentimental reason Hagrid right, and Harry are there. Yeah. But if it's just Ron and Ron everywhere you I don't. Look, I don't think the Death Eaters read the books. I don't think they... they <laughs> what? I don't, yeah. I, th- I think it's just maybe just because... Convenience. Convenience. I mean, it's the answer. Uh, nice visual to see the seven Harrys. Yeah, but on the page, it's only your imagination, isn't it? They, made, they, they wrote the book first, Tom. What? <laughs> <laughs> how, I sp- I d- I sp- actually, no. Do you know what? I suppose it's probably the logical answer would be, I guess, that they would be targeting Harry specifically. Yeah. Whereas if they saw no one was Harry, they may just have no... Uh, yeah, yeah. What's, they, the, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? They, they, they would just execute indiscriminately. Yeah, yeah. It, they, yeah, it, they wouldn't discriminate. They that's, would just. That's exactly what Joe was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> guys, yes. are you yes, ready mate. for a, are you ready for a quiz? Mm-hmm. Are, you ready? are you ready for the quiz? Well, guys, as you know, it's uh, it's the end of August. When this when this comes out, it'll be the very end of August, which means. We gotta go back to Hogwarts soon. Yeah. Oh, back so, to Hogwarts this, day! So this is my back to Hogwarts quiz. Yeah, funny enough, I'll be gigging in Newcastle next week. Now I left it too late to book my train; oh. it's mm. too expensive. So I'll be I'll be getting the mega bus to uh, Hogwarts. <laughs> 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 oh wow! How long does that take? That's the length of the country. Seven hours. Or That's so. not well, fun. If, I, if, Tom. I've learned, if I've learned anything from reading these books, mate. Just steal a car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I've got my car, but I just I didn't want to do the drive. So no, like, that's crazy. Steal, steal someone else. You yeah. used to do some insane drives. When you, when you were working as a postie in the morning and you were gigging in like Swansea the night before or something. Speaking of postie, what's with the envelopes? Oh, well, this is, uh, this is just to make the snitch a little fairer. Is it? It's so, it's so that the snitch isn't the be-all end-all anymore. It looks like you... Bulk bought a bunch of envelopes for the World Cup, and now you're trying to get rid of <laughs> more than half that you, you used. Well, well, there may Someone be some tri- bonus point for Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really a bonus point. I'm sorry. Oh, right. I'll just uh, take your laugh. Oh, that's sweet. Um, right, yeah, Thomas. Yes, mate. Headwigs, wormtails. Um, I'll go for wormtails. And you have got... Oh, God, I dropped Oh, he's dropped it. He's dropped it. It's Wormtails. Yes. Oh, would you like to go first or second, mate? I'll go first, please. Okay, cool. This, so this is our back to Hogwarts quiz. Okay. So this is um, things to do, things you should know before going to Hogwarts, and what you would do when you first arrived there. Okay. The first, so, you know, first lessons, all that sort of stuff. Right, all that, sure. All that gubbins. Okay, so Tom, you should know this. Which creature is depicted in the emblem for Gryffindor House? A lion. Correct. Uh, question two. The divination classroom is at the top of which Hogwarts tower? The astronomy? Uh, no. Uh, well, it's it, 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 you, it's a choice of four. I would have said... Oh, right. the, Go on. What's the, the choice? It's a choice of four. As in... The east? Pat was on the right lines. It's the north tower. Unlike right. Tom. The north? <laughs> <laughs> uh, question three. Who wrote the textbook, A History of Magic? Bethilda Bagshot. Correct. Uh, question four. Where in Hogsmeade would you go for potions ingredients? Oh. There's the tricky one. In Hogsmeade? It is mm-hmm. tricky. Potions. So you've got 
Zonko's, but that's the joke shop. Does he have a little sideline? It's not Alvaro, L- the side, Portuguese guy in the alleyway. Little side hustle. <laughs> that was a good callback, guys. Never mind. Who owns the <laughs> For potions. No. Uh, no, there's nothing there. Uh, Patrick, do you know? No. no. Uh, no I'm going to go for... Go on. Oh, hang on. No, there is one in... <sighs> I've deleted the Harry Potter game. Uh, I just, really? Yeah. You just, gave up on it? I just gave up on it. Um, because Mike still it's plays so it. Boring. Yeah, it is boring. <laughs> I tell you now, Mike is currently in Spain playing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's what I thought. I thought I want to know stuff. I'll just talk to somebody who does it, and that's it. That's all <laughs> I need to do. I'll just wait a year and read I'll, the Wikipedia. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I'm going to do. I'll check the Wikipedia yeah. page um, at Christmas. I'm going to go for uh, the Apocryphery. I mean, you still don't know that word. No, and I, will <laughs> gi- I will. Gi- I will give you half a point. Uh, it's Mr. Mole Pepper's Apothecary. Yeah. The reason I included oh. it was because you mentioned Apothecary last week. Yeah, Pat. yeah, it's being so the, like the real world potions. Half a point. And Tom, question Damn. five. Your last one. Which polyjuice potion ingredient must be acquired at full moon? Polyjuice potion must be acquired at full moon. Well, exactly this is what I just said. This isn't a first-year piece of knowledge. Yeah, like, first year shouldn't be making polyjuice. Mm. Neither should second years, really. Uh, no, no. Well, no, it's more it's, of a, it's, uh, I didn't say it was a first year. I said it was back to Hogwarts quiz. Okay. No one in Hogwarts would be making polyjuice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, te- technically, yeah. If you're a first year, you wouldn't be going back to Hogwarts. You'd be going to exactly. Hogwarts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Unless Hogwarts has, I'll, like, an open day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's true, actually, yeah. I want to check it out compared to all the other wizard schools in the UK. Yeah. Uh, I... Uh, okay, it's so Flies, the flies one. Incorrect, Pat. Lacewing flies. I don't know. A hair? No. It's fluxweed. Okay, so Tom, you... You end... show me the... Pay... Apart from Hermione Granger, who knows that? Well, shush. So you got two and a half points. Uh, right. Patrick Holland. Yes. Okay, question one for you. What are the two traits members of Ravenclaw House are known to possess? Wit. Mm-hmm. I want to say wisdom, but I'm not going to say wisdom until I say wisdom. <laughs> Intelligence. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Well done. Intelligence and wisdom are the same thing, aren't they? Pre- yeah, pretty close, much. Close, close, I think. Uh... Sit, like, I, w- I think I would have given it to you for wit and wisdom, but wit and intelligence are spot on. Okay, question two. What is Hagrid's full job title at Hogwarts before he becomes a teacher? Oh, um, keeper of the keys and grounds. Correct. Well done. Well done. Uh, okay, question three. In Harry's first transfiguration lesson McGonagall mm. turns her desk into what beg your pardon <laughs> <laughs> she turns her desk into what <laughs> does she I don't remember that <laughs> I don't even know what a what looks like um, no idea she turns her desk into a cauldron no no oh. it's, it's an animal is it like a buffalo or something like that it's close it's a pig Pig. Uh, Tastes close. Question four. Which of these titles is not a book by Gilderoy Lockhart? Holidays with Hags, Troubles with Trolls, Gadding with Ghouls, Voyages with Vampires. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sell, sell, yeah, please sell all of those again. I, I thought they all were. Holidays with hags, troubles with trolls, gadding with ghouls, voyages with vampires. I want to say troubles with trolls. That's correct. Correct. Well done. Didn't he, he had <sighs> it was travels, travels with travels, trolls. Travels, travels with yeah. trolls. Yeah, it was a sneaky one. Yeah. And your last question: uh, During their first journey to Hogwarts, which chocolate frog card does Ron tell Harry he has about six of? Not last last ones are hard in both no. quizzes. Yeah, so I've been fair there, Thomas. No, I think this is a bludger. It's a, definitely a bludger. I think it's a. I'm pretty sure it's a bludger. Are you kidding me? It's a, You're comparing those two questions. Yeah, I'm, co- I'm comparing them. I've got about six of him. <laughs> How many did uh, did Tom get in the first round? To, uh, I'm not letting. Let, two and a half. What are you on at the minute? Well, I'm on. I'm on four. I think. Uh, you're on three. Three. All right. Um, screw it, Dumbledore. Uh, no. <laughs> No, Morgana he has about six of. Oh. No, he doesn't. He has about six of Morgana, mate. I thought he got Dumbledore. This was a Pottermore quiz. Dumbledore wasn't even an option. Are you thinking of the really? film? Really? you thinking of the film, guys? More than likely. <sighs> Got to look that up. Could be could I don't, be I don't think that can wait till next week. Okay, let's find <laughs> out. Jazz. <laughs> Jazz it is. End of the jazz. Okay, so we've had, it. We've had a bit we've of had... sweet jazz. We went upstairs to the VAR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and yet, yeah, Ron Weasley claimed he owned about six of these cards in 1991. That's according to Harry uh, Potter Wiki. I've got Morgana again, I, and I've got about six of her. I, this was, I this was Pottermore, baby. Yeah. Damn, I was so sure it was a bludger. I was, I was hesitant to, to give what ended up being the wrong answer. Well, okay, so that ends that. <laughs> that so ooh, three to ooh, two and a half. Ooh. This is interesting. Just a little quick uh, fact about her. In the film Merlin, uh-huh. Morgana Le Fay was portrayed by Helena Bonham Carter. What? Who hey. later In the went, film Merlin? Who later went on to play the Dark Witch Bellatrix Lestrange. That's yeah. a good fact. Before Emma Watson got the part of Hermione Granger, she had acted only in school plays. One was Arthur's early years in which she played the role of Morgana Le Fay. Wow. Also really interesting, which Boom. leads me nicely... <laughs> It doesn't leave me nicely at all, but I have a snitch. Um, <laughs> Who played the role of Morgana in a school play? <laughs> what year... Are you addressing me? <laughs> what year was Ollivander's founded? Well, I'm writing mine down. Write yours down. Tom is deep in meditation. This is some good. I'm, I'm not going to play jazz for a third time on an episode, so... I'll just commentate. Go for it. Are you ready, Tom? Yep. Pat, have you written yours down? Yep. Let's hear it, Tom. 1657. 1657. Okay. Patrick Holland? 1893. 1893. Tom is the closest. <sighs> but he's off by around 2,000 years. 382 BC. You are kidding me. BC. Unless, unless BC means something different in Wizarding World. But so Tom, you've you've got the snitch, but you don't know what it's worth. No, and neither do I, <gasps> because I've got these little envelopes. Oh, now now it all becomes clear. So what? I've I've got I've got three envelopes here that say correct snitch because I know that's going to be a very rare occurrence. But I've got a lot of envelopes <laughs> that say closest snitch. So Thomas, pick an envelope and find out what your snitch is worth. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, you picked two. Which Pretty one do you good. want? The top one. Okay. So it's what, two and a half to three? 
It's you've got two and a half. Pat's got three points. So I need at least over half a point. You need over half a point. Surely you don't have snitches worth less than half a I, point. I think he could. <laughs> did, that's the fun of the snitch. Especially when this is a bludger snitch. What? Oh. <laughs> Surely not. Minus two points. Sorry. <laughs> what have you done to this game? What have you done? So that ends it. Pat wins three. Sorry, can I just remember? Can I just remind you? Going into that, Joe went, I've done it so the snitch is now more fair. It is. It, they are fairer. Because, How is that fairer? Oh, do you want me to be honest, Tom? Yes. I've got, there's about 11 cards you could have chosen from there. Yeah. I think maybe one other one is like a negative one for you. <laughs> you just picked the worst one. Don't put them in there. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it Don't fun. put a bludger amongst the snitches. <laughs> a bludger amongst the pigeons. I'm sorry, Tom, but Pat, you've ended Tom's winning streak. That doesn't seem fair. But, well done, but, Pat. But I've I've seemed to remember the first quiz I ever won was when you introduced the bludger. I and now think you've it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bludgers into snitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only hope I have. You it's, know, you I know mean, it's cruel. The, it's cruel. You know, like he's just going to introduce bludgers into just general chat. Yeah, and <laughs> later on, go, oh, that wasn't real. That was just a bludger. No, I'm, I'm scared to text him in case in the middle of the <laughs> week I, I send him something I think is funny, and he just goes, "Bludger, you start this week's <sighs> quiz on minus two. I will make this promise to you and to the people." Bludgers will be reserved exclusively for squ- for quiz purposes. Okay, I make can that you, promise. Can, can you promise that? But what's funny is that, that on not on only on a couple of cards have I written a little sentence because I wrote on that one a bludger snitch. Surely not, because I think that's the only bludger snitch. So you were hoping that would come up in like five weeks. Yeah, I was hoping <laughs> it would be a big reveal. I didn't think it would be the first one out. <laughs> Tom, right. so, I'm so sorry. But, sorry. I mean, the thing is, because the snitch, as we know, is ridiculous. Uh, and you... and you. Yeah, it's a ridiculous concept. Let's make it even more ridiculous. <laughs> no, yeah, but you're so good. But Pat on the actual quizzes is doing very well. Like, yeah. your points tally isn't that far away. Yes. Oh, so then let's hit me with some bludgers. <laughs> <laughs> You've got sorry, Man bl- City, you're going too far ahead. Have a bludger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that would have been. That's with you if you run the Premier League last year. You you are the king of Fergie time. You're an injury time goal scorer. Yes. Don't take that away from me. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid the refs are sick of Old Trafford's shit and they are clamping down. A penalty to the away team in front I, of the Stratford end. I don't know what you're talking about. Did I still win? You won yes. that one, Patrick. Congratulations, Apparently mate. you've won. <laughs> well done. Holiday. Enjoy your 30 pieces of silver, but check it out because there could be a snitch in there. Because I thought I was catching something golden. It turned out to be shit. Wait, sorry. Do I get paid for this? You don't get paid a damn thing. <laughs> well, I've had fun, guys. Uh, this That was a fun mini-sode, right? Oh, well, maybe not the end for you, Tom, but I had fun. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much outro. for listening, guys. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, uh, even if it's just to complain about my treatment, uh, you can <laughs> on Twitter and Facebook, Pod at, at the beginning. Yeah, make sure you do that. At, at AATTA Pod, Or you can via email. Uh, we're Pod at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to... Re- yeah? I'm just, I'm just saying you're right. You sure? 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I, I thought I was right about five minutes ago. Uh, if you, well, were, you were 2,000 off. Well, I was closer than Pat. You were still more right than me. I was still more right than you, and it turned out that I was just wrong. Um, if you want to leave us a review, that would be really, really kind. If you oh, want to come do. to you know, the live show, yes, please do. We'll be setting up, we'll be sending out the link uh, to buy tickets. If you want to get in touch with anyone that you think, oh, they love a discussion about Harry Potter, let's look at it live. Uh, <laughs> please send them along uh, and please recommend anyone you think would enjoy this podcast. Yes. All that's left to be said is, uh, well, me, I'm just a boy <laughs> <laughs> standing in front of a microphone saying, thank you very much. I've been Tom Toll. Uh, I'm, I'm just a man replying saying I've been Patrick Holland. Yeah, don't do it unless you're going to get right. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Joe Power. <laughs> Rom-com is like a religion to me. So this has been After All This Time. It's a little creepy if he's a boy. Always. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks again for listening, guys. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us where the address is aattapod at gmail.com or you can get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. The address is at aattapod. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, take it This easy. has been After All This Time. <laughs> Always. <laughs> awful, awful, awful men. Bye. Using up all your good stuff before yeah. that <laughs> we was, actually press record. That was the best I can come up with right now as well. And we've lost it. It's gone. It's <laughs> we gone. didn't record it. <laughs> the funniest thing anyone said on this podcast. Yeah, it elicited one. <laughs> <laughs> Save the laugh, you don't need it. <laughs> rest it, rest it. <laughs>